0: Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick of the Five on the Floor podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Before we get to today's episode, I want to tell you about a new sponsor of the podcast and the network. That's Magic City Casino. We're all very excited for the high at Magic City this summer. That's JAI. The high is putting a brand new spin on a classic Miami experience featuring unbeatable drink specials, a live DJ, indoor lawn game area, live highlight, and so much more. The high is going to be Miami's newest hotspot on Friday and Saturday nights. Mark your calendars to live the high life that's starting on July 19th. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alphonse Sydney, a.k.a. ALF954, brought to you by the Five Reasons Sports Network.
1: All right, welcome to the Five on the Floor podcast. This is your host, Alphonse Sidney, a.k.a. ALF954. I know usually you get Ethan at the beginning of these podcasts, but Ethan is currently on a plane back from Las Vegas, so his body and mind won't be right for at least 48 hours. So, or forever. <laughs> or forever, depending on what he got into <laughs> last night. Um, so, uh, in his stead, we bring in hosts of the Light skinned Opinions on the 5 Reasons Sports Network, my co-host on LSO, Mr. Christopher Maddox. What's going on, Chris?
2: Hey, everybody. How you doing?
1: Uh, we are here because there's there's been news. If you're following Miami Heat news, like I know you are if you're listening to this podcast, major news. Major news. Um we were on high alert uh Russell Westbrook watch. Um that <laughs> so I have been. That didn't materialize. Well, listen, I have been all over this thing, man. Like no. I, have, I have the alerts. You see my Twitter oh, timeline. I've been
2: tracking it on Twitter. You got the whole thing chronicles.
1: I, I got Woj on alert. I got Sham on alert. I got these local insiders uh, who mm-hmm. think they know something. Barry Jackson. I got everybody on alert. Well,
2: were you as surprised with all that inside info no, as even,
1: I was? Because well, I was hella surprised. Well, listen to what happened to me. Yesterday, around 8.30, my phone died. And I was in a situation where I didn't really care if I had a phone or not, if you know oh, what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I got, I didn't get my phone charged about 5 o'clock in the morning. So don't ask any questions. Like, <laughs> That's a
2: story right there. What happens That's in for v- LSO? Not for
1: LSO. We'll save that one for, uh, for the next light-skinned opinions. But um, 5 o'clock in the morning, my, you know, I turn on my phone, boom, the alerts start. Russell Westbrook has been traded to the Houston Rockets.
2: I'm like, for what? I was completely shocked.
1: Right? I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait. There's no way they just swapped bad contracts.
2: And that's exactly what they did. Lo and behold,
1: that's exactly what you they did. You almost
2: couldn't trade Russell Westbrook for anybody else except maybe Chris Paul. And I think they just had to throw in all those draft picks just to make it. Because OKC at this point is almost holding people hostage with the possibilities of PG and then now Russ. You know what I'm saying? Like... If you want these guys, you're going to have to give us your entire future. Yeah, Houston was willing to do it,
1: and you what, you 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 can't blame OKC. Mm-mm. I think they did right by Russ. Russ, yeah, Russ, he's at
2: a competitor. He's at a contender.
1: He went to a contender. He's at a place he wanted to be with a with a guy that he actually enjoys enjoyed and will will enjoy playing with. Will
2: they enjoy playing together? though? Listen, they're two different players, than they were when they were young true. guys in the league. Listen,
1: that, that's, I was listening to the Levitar show. Mike Ryan had a point. Russ used to eat first. All Always. Russ don't get the big piece of no, chicken at the table anymore.
2: No, 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 no. That's a very good analogy. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, James had to come off the bench and get whatever was left. Yeah. And Russ is used to eating first.
1: Russ has been eating first for 11 years. Even when KD was there, Russ still felt. Russ was like that uh, <laughs> That scene from Fresh Prince. When Carlton rips the ball <laughs> away from <work. laughs> From Will Smith, that was Russ for That's eleven a meme years going around right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now Russ has to learn. Uh, if Russ is smart, which I'm thinking Russ knows,
2: I think sometimes we put way too much credit on players learning these imaginary lessons like maybe now Russell realize that he has to share the ball, he yeah. has to give it up. I don't think so. He's been eating first, he's been who he is. Why now all of a sudden would he change?
1: And Russ didn't get this far thinking I'm second fiddle. No. And we were actually just talking about what Chauncey Billups said about uh Carmelo Anthony that these guys sometimes they don't know when it's over or when it's time to take a step back. No. You know, he Carmelo
2: was still chasing 30 point dreams. Well past the time when he
1: should have been doing it. And that's it. exactly what Chauncey Billups said. He said Melo was more worried about a 30-point game than he was about winning, which is a harsh and, thing.
2: But that's what we, I've heard in, since all of this has been happening. So what I heard about what was a problem with KD and what was a problem with Paul George and other players on the Oklahoma City team was that Russ is known to be a guy who's about his stats first. Let me get these rebounds Small details, down to the positioning on free throw shooting. Yeah, and just so I can be in the best spot to get this rebound. Somebody
1: was saying Steven Adams is going to be so happy he doesn't have to box out for Russ <laughs> for Russ's <laughs> rebound anymore for Russ's yeah. get rebound. But that that's what was going on, and and that's one of the things. And so now let's go back to how, what it means for the Heat. Yeah, um, I was against this trade from the beginning. Me too. All right, we we did agree on that. We actually. Uh, the next Light Skin Opinions episode that comes out, we talked about a little bit. Me and you were both against this, this trade. This trade
2: was like in college when you get your net check money. You know, <laughs> you get your extra money from your financial aid. Yeah. I went to FAMU, so we would go up to Atlanta every year to the Classic. You got this money in your pocket. You in a scene, things are happening, things are moving, <laughs> and you want to be a part of it. And you walk into a store and you see a fantastic Gucci belt. That belt might cost you $350. You know yeah. that if you buy it, yep. it's going to put you in a bind. You're going to be hurt three months from now.
1: Yep. But you're going to look fly that weekend. Oh! <laughs> and the problem is you might not pull none. You, you might not might <laughs> win, win the championship. You might not. But you look good that weekend. So, and you
2: felt confident in yourself. And that's why I was hoping. I was like, please don't fall for the Gucci belt in this case, which would be Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yes. Sign him. Be hurt financially. The shiny thing. The shiny thing. Just because it looks good in an era where things are moving around, here's a piece. And then now you're stuck with it and you can't. And it doesn't guarantee anything.
1: I, on Twitter, I said... That uh, it's like you about to pay off all your credit cards and you are going to buy a used boat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you you've you've been, you been working. The Heat have been working for years to pay off these credit cards. <laughs> they fi- they about to say they, they got two to three more payments and they decided, oh, let me go get this used boat. That's got barnacles on the bottom. <laughs> got to go get the minnow. You know, you don't even know how to drive the boat. You can't afford a cabin. Don't buy it. <laughs> The boat looked dusty. You're, you don't have no sea legs. Not that.
2: <laughs> got to house it. Don't know where to house it. How
1: to fuel it. Don't even have a... You you drive a Civic, can't even tow it nowhere.
2: So that's what I was... I'm glad that... Because I think it's in Pat Riley's impulse. The type of guy he is. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to keep that analogy and go down to the, the, the image of Pat Riley. He's a top-notch guy. I got the best clothes on. I'm riding in the best car. I'm eating at the best places. So if you put out one of the best players in front of him, his natural instinct, I think, is to let me get him, bring him over here on my side. And I'm glad that for whatever reason, some people are saying Riley got hoodwinked and maybe got the no. rug pulled out of him. Maybe no, 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 they were no. just using him to, to get other inches from other what teams.
1: I, 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 okay, they, did, they, they probably leveraged the Heat. But what I'm, what I'm glad the Heat did is that they stood firm. Because, in the, you know, I think people a lot of times, they don't give Riley the credit, right? Mm. They think Riley... You know, it's like Heat Twitter, Heat fans, they just get – they think Riley's going to get in this room, get so enticed by the star player that he's just going to start throwing th- – you can have Eric Spolstra; yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't <laughs> control himself. But, I mean, yeah. that contract – listen, I know they would have loved to have him. All the, reportings, all the reporting is, is that Eric Spolstra loves Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. He loves him as a player. He would love to coach him. Riley feels like no matter what and, – and I was going to get into this with on the basketball side of things, mm-hmm. they believe – this is the Heat – have an arrogance about them, and it's it's, it's not. Don't even call it arrogance it's a confidence. They feel like they can fix anybody. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, that. and Russ is not someone who necessarily needs fixing. He needs to be coached. He needs cajoling. Yeah.
2: Okay. He yes. needs to be massaged tweaking. and finessed into following the plan. And and he and
1: they, th- you know, they have the utmost confidence in their exposure that he's the guy and a guy that can get that out of Russ. Well, right.
2: Spolstra and just you know, part of this whole thing, you, I'm glad you don't ever hear his name come up as impediments to why guys want to come here. Oh no, everyone I wants I think, to play for Spolstra and I think they know it because that crucible of the Big Three era, he came out of that crucible shining. Yes. he came out strong, you know, and so he's always a one of the factors that allows guys like Russ to come here, which I believe was an issue in OKC. Russ has never had a real coach, coach,
1: and he, never- and now,
2: and now with D'Antoni, he still doesn't.
1: Yeah, I don't that what, I don't like that. Pattern. What is
2: D'Antoni going <laughs> to tell Russell Westbrook or parent, James Harden? What can he tell either of them? To me that's not a good parent. He's going to be coaching 13 other guys and having them do their that's, thing.
1: to me that that is a coach. D'Antoni is always he's him and him and his players have bristled. You know, it's They've never, you know, Carmelo. For a guy who
2: supposedly is such a good players coach. Yeah. And he gives you freedom. He does end up with a lot of shaky relationships with players. Exactly. So, now you're talking about uh, the heat.
1: So, where did the deal fall apart, All right? All the reporting and things that I know from people that I talk to. I always tell people, I don't know shit personally. Mm -hmm. But I know people who know shit. Mm -hmm. Um, So, from what I've heard, it's Pat stood firm. I think Winslow was on the table, um, but I think that, you know, you're gonna have, if you're going to get Winslow, you're not going to get Kelly. Or if you're, you know, there were, there were certain caveats to getting Winslow. We can't give you everything. But once he puts it, put his foot down was, you want Winslow and Bam? No. no. You want Winslow and Hero?
2: No. So there was... And Hero plays is playing himself into a movable asset. (laughs) It's funny. Somebody... If if nobody thought he was an asset before this Summer League, he has played himself onto the poker table. He might be the best player in Summer League. I mean, At least rookies. There's some second-year guys showing out and
1: they're supposed to. I've always said when... If you a second year, a, you should be dominating. A quick aside on summer league: like a Duncan Robinson has showed me that he's ready to get some NBA minutes because you should not be a second year player out here struggling in summer league. <laughs> all right, you shouldn't look like what's what's that boy's name from uh, Kevin Knox? Yeah, you shouldn't be looking trash, Kevin or, Knox, like
2: Jimmy Fredette. Jimmy, yeah, thirty-five. He's older, but he averaged thirty-five in China. Comes over here in summer league, can't get knocked can't away. get a shot off. That's a problem. Okay, so.
1: Um, so yeah, so that's where the deal fell apart, and I'm and I'm happy to see that. Listen, Westbrook made sense if it was a poo-poo platter of uh, of contracts, mm-hmm. and you just said, okay, here you get this, this, and this. You get, uh, you know, um, Goron JJ. I didn't like the whole adding.
2: Somebody count. take Goron. Dion- <laughs> I'm sorry, anybody. If you're listening to this, you got a couple million dollars laying around. You got a AU team. Somebody come get Goron Dragic, please. Come on, pick him Listen, up. Listen,
1: Goron is going to be traded by the trade deadline. We will
2: pay for his flight to you. We'll hand deliver Goron <laughs> to somebody.
1: Chris Maddox did not speak on behalf of Five <laughs> on the Floor podcast. I
2: can't stand Goron Dragic. Really R-
1: me, and, me and Ethan are actually both big fans of Goron, especially as a person. And if as you a- like
2: Goron, then I see why some people would be hyped for Russ because Goron plays a not-as-athletic game as Russ, but he plays a put-my-head-down-and-go game.
1: What, what's the key for and a quick aside, a quick for, a quick uh, a key for Goron this year is if I would like to see him embrace that Dwayne Wade role of last year, the leader, the guy off the bench that can score buckets, because Goron can still get you buckets. But I, I would like to see Goron more eighteen. He to has 20, to take a back seat, and he needs to be eighteen to twenty-two minutes a game so he can be healthy for a playoff run because he's the kind of guy. Now I would not mind
2: Goron coming off the bench.
1: That's what I would. I would not mind that. Okay. okay, so uh, so that's where the deal fell apart. So now, the next steps, all right? What's next for the Heat? Um, now that CP3, Chris Paul, is in Oklahoma City, I don't know if this was just the natural progression of things or if this is real insight into what the Heat's thinking, that now people are talking about Chris Paul to the Heat. Mm-hmm. On its surface, how do you feel about that?
2: I love Chris Paul. Okay. I love him. I think him and Jimmy Butler have a similar mindset and approach to the game. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that Chris Paul is a player who has learned how to take a step back a little bit. I feel like in Houston he took a step back and then felt like he got taken advantage of. Yeah. By the overuse of James Harden. Um, So on his face, I wouldn't be mad at it. I think Chris Paul has a lot to offer a team still. The problem, though, is the same problem with Russ, is the contract. Like, yeah. you know, as, as legit Heat fans, we have soldiered through at least two or three troughs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Valleys. From valleys means, yeah. from high areas. And, and we've soldiered with the Heat through those dry areas, through various contracts, through the hope of Dion Waiter's all the way back before, remember, to the hope of like Darrell Wright. You know? Yeah. The excitement of maybe we got, maybe this is a young guy. Weekend.
1: Some athleticism that we hadn't seen in a while.
2: Yeah, you know, and so, but I think we have, so what I'm hoping for, best case scenario, is if we could add Chris Paul, the only way I want to take that contract on is if we also get to keep those young players who you have to. On. We have to.
1: Oh, so here's my thing. Chris Paul, not I'm not a fan of his, his... First of all, his game is fine, right? Yeah. His game is fine. It's not commensurate with his contract. It doesn't, At all. It doesn't add up to his contract. But
2: And you cannot... And the NBA Players Association does not want to set a precedent of having guys renegotiate contracts. Because they by all rights, you should be able to... Kind of how like the NFL does. Yeah, but, but you like, can't. Hey, no. they want to renegotiate contract. this joint break. No. It's, it's guaranteed. Cannot, so there's bro. no...
1: So these, th- th- that's the problem with Russell... John Wall, who we'll get to a little bit later, uh, Chris Paul, and like Andrew Wiggins. These supermax deals for these guys yeah. who just aren't worth the supermax. I don't even think Wiggins is a super max. Wiggins is just a bad deal because he's not a very good player. And in today's NBA where efficiency matters, um, Wiggins is not your guy. But he's that's not a, your guy. That's a whole other uh, story. So on its surface, I don't like the Chris Paul deal. But what if I told you, and this is some of the things uh, I've been hearing and reading on Twitter, um, like I, I'm a credit Tom Green, uh, he's, a, he's a writer, he wrote to me, he said, um, what if the Chris Paul trade, because Oklahoma City has amassed a bunch of uh, first-round picks now. Oh, my
2: God, they got like 15 or something. they got a ridiculous amount. Yeah.
1: So now, why wouldn't Oklahoma City take two or three of those first-round picks Package them with Chris Paul to clear those books. Send them on over to the Heat. The Heat send back Goron, um, JJ, Dion, right? So you don't lose any of
2: those three. Because that's a a core of a boo-boo three (laughs) that could could
1: keep you and your team afloat for a while. You know, you're not going to be dreadful with those guys. And Oklahoma City the fans you avoid and
2: f- you avoid the Phoenix Suns yes of just being complete trash
1: and the fans and the front office really do like Dion Waiters in Oklahoma City yeah. which is a whole got history there yeah so now okay and it, listen I don't know how the, the money here there's probably other things other machinations but if you could bring over Chris Paul not lose any of the kids and bring in a couple first round picks do you do it because you're thinking I can take those picks now. I could take, you know, let's say, let's say Kelly Olenek. Uh, You put the contracts together that Mm -hmm. are going to make sense. You're going to have to throw in maybe two of Winslow, Bam, and Hero. And you flip that for Beal. And now you're Mm -hmm. talking about Chris Paul, Bradley Beal, Jimmy Butler, and most likely you're not losing Bam. But you're probably losing Winslow and Hero. Is that something you do?
2: That is something I would do.
1: It's, it's one of the, It's hard, right? <laughs> and it's somebody, hard
2: because...
1: Someone asked me today, and it, 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 it was tough, but I was like, you know what? You
2: got... You do it if you're making a run at Philly, and you're making a run at the Eastern Conference Finals
1: because the window is
2: now. For the Jimmy window Butler. is definitely now. It's for all for everybody. Yeah, Chris Paul will never be. I think hungrier than he is right now.
1: That's true because it's his the situation. Twilight. Yeah,
2: it really Chris Paul. I feel like is the guy who when you're in 95. Changes lanes and always gets in the wrong lane. Yeah. And it has to end up getting back.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're, he's, he's like, like, oh, man, that, that
2: lane next to me is moving a little yeah. bit faster. <laughs> then he you jump move, over there.
1: and that true green truck is, like, way down the road now. <laughs> yeah, you're like, damn, I was right behind the true green because truck. Because he
2: went from a situation in Houston that looked, they they were going to take me to the doorstep of a well, championship. Well, first go to the Clippers. Well, the Clippers 1st she was on the Clippers right now? That's what I mean. <laughs> and then now he's like shit, if I would have stayed at the Clippers for 3 years or so, yeah. I would have still been there, elder statesman ready to take on these new, you know.
1: So then he goes to So the, I feel bad for him. So if you Houston. could get
2: Chris Paul over to United to over to United, <laughs> no, if You could get Chris Paul to Miami with Jimmy Butler and a Bradley Beal. That's a big three that I think is stronger than Tobias Harris, Simmons and Indeed, and B, and Josh Simmons Richardson. being the weak link. And Josh Richardson. Yeah. Simmons being the weakest link. Because and they don't fit right very well. They don't fit
1: right Bradley well. Bradley Bill, Chris Paul, okay, so remember we're talking about like a 75% of Chris Paul. And Jimmy Buck
0: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you.
1: Butler fit, and now you're 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 giving yourself a two year window to try to be as good as humanly possible. As good as humanly possible. Because In those that,
2: two years, you still have Bam yeah. developing. Yeah, you still have maybe one or two pieces. Maybe you have a guy like None. You got from Nunn. The assembly team who's Maybe a I, athletic guy.
1: Akpala just turns out to be a player.
2: Maybe you know you, you know can hold on to some of these pieces that you continue to build. There's going
1: to be a whole bunch of G League guys and vet minimums on that team. Absolutely. But you're going to. But
2: I would do that. And then I would do it just like that. And it almost sounds bad, but I would almost follow the model of the Miami Marlins. We would do that. We make a two year run. In those two years, it doesn't happen. I'm trying to get y'all boys up out of here. I'm well, that's
1: not, but it's a problem. 2021 I know. comes around. Jimmy's deal gets even bigger. And then now you have $44 million with Chris Paul, and you're trying to re sign Bradley Beal. A, a max contract, which I don't know, I don't think you have the room. But because that's
2: of, what I love about the NBA, because what you would need then in that case for that to work out for. But all Chris parties. Paul
1: will be an expiring deal that year,
2: so that's fantastic. Yeah. But like even with a guy like Jimmy, now just like what you saw with Kawhi Leonard, you're going to have to play yourself into that next level of like. Oh shit! Yeah, we'll take him even if he is 32, 33, yeah. 34. thirty-three, thirty-four. He's got one more year good in. So if we could get two solid years where we're competitive, Eastern Conference Finals, Finals, I think you have an easier chance. Obviously, of I think that's a dispersing finals. them dudes. I think, I think that's, that's a Finals easily team. A finals team. I don't think Boston is going to be ready to compete not with like, that type of talent across the board like that. You think?
1: You think Dallas regrets uh, bringing in Jason Kidd? You know what I mean? Dallas, what you mean? When uh, they won, they won the championship with Jason? Oh King. hell yeah! They yeah. don't regret that. No, 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 so no, no, no. I, I, right. I don't. You know, listen. It's not the move for the future, but you didn't bring in Jimmy Butler for 2022, right? You didn't. So, but at least at least when you compare Westbrook and Chris Paul, Chris Paul is one year less. So that when in 2021, where when everybody's free agents mm-hmm. again, you got an expiring contract and you will have some cap space to play with. Yeah. So. Okay, so we're we're kind of in agreement. We, it's almost begrudgingly we, <laughs> we'll do the Chris Paul trade. Begrudgingly, begrudgingly, because and like if you could do it where you only give up two first. Let round. me ask
2: you this question. I'm sorry to cut you off. <clears throat> do we still have the option? I know they negotiated in the CBA a while back the amnesty rule. No, where you amnesty, amnesty a dude. Then am, we amnesty Chris Bosch amnesty. Is that
1: done? <laughs> no, we didn't amnesty Chris Bosch. We amnesty Mike Miller.
2: So is it like what you get one for the lifetime? No, there's no more chasing, amnesty. What, they got negotiated out or something? Yeah,
1: Chris, you trying to renegotiate the CBA li- <laughs> on the podcast. Because I'm so. like, that
2: changes everything. No, the amnesty rule is gone. If you could just take a whiteout to a boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're you take, not here. Take
1: your $47 million, but get off my cat, please.
2: Kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me.
1: No, you can't do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> but um, so the next deal, mm. as you try to rewrite the CBA, <laughs> is, okay, so let's say no Chris Paul.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the next scenario, what about you still want Bradley Bill? I think Bradley Bill is a target. I
2: think so. Uh, I would be very happy to see Bradley Bill in the heat uniform. To
1: me, Bill is the kind of guy you got to go for right now. Absolutely. Um, I think on Le- the laboratory Le- Le- show, he reported that when he talked, Damn talked to Pat, Pat said, No mm. more guys over 30 with big deals. He, he that said makes that. Sense. But listen, sometimes it's hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. When- but Bill is the kind of guy I want the Heat going for. But
2: is is, is Bill currently under contract? Forgive me. two ability. more years. He's got two more years. What's his number for two years?
1: I think it's like in the mid twenties. He's a it's it's a it's a. Va-
2: I wouldn't pay Bradley Bill max money. So if I could get him for those last two years yeah. under this contract, no, yes, I would. Because but did his, you see what Bradley Bill was without John Wall last year? I did. But do were talking about Bradley Bill on the side? Of Jimmy Butler. Well, we're talking about Bradley Beal well, now we're talking about coming him. off pin downs from Bam Adebayo. We're talking about that guy, not the "let me tote the team by myself." Brad, I know?
1: see. I think he could be the uh, a more versatile Clay Thompson type if he gets his defense up. But let well, mm-hmm. let's we're now we're talking about right now in yeah, the next right, two right. years. We're not talking about what we're going to pay Bradley Beal in two years from now. What do you think of a John Wall deal, right? You bring in John Wall, Bradley Beal. The two of them. The two of them. Mm -hmm. Now, you get to play the same kind of hardball you played with OKC. You want me to take that terrible contract? You're not getting justice. Mm -hmm. You're not getting Bam. You're not getting Hero. You are going to get cap relief, and you're going to be able to rebuild your team, and you're not going to have to wait to 2024 when Wall comes off your books. Mm -hmm. So now, the Heat would be bringing in Wall, bringing in Beal, Keeping Justice Winslow, keeping Bam at bio, keeping Hero, and you got and now you have Butler on your team as well. So probably Wall. I don't even know when he comes back. I don't
2: want John Wall like that. I'm sorry. So you're done. I'm you won't. Done. You won't even take that deal. I'm done. You, you guys. you're going to be paying. John, f- tell John Wall I'm sorry. They can <laughs> you're get back be, in the car. I'm not getting off the elevator. Because
1: you're going to be paying John Wall forty-seven million I'm, I'm in two thousand twenty-three. I'm good
2: on it. And John Wall is not worth it. I don't think he will be worth
1: it. You're going. Jimmy Butler and John Wall will be at mm-hmm. about eighty-three million dollars, I believe, in two thousand twenty-three, and they'll both be way on the wrong side of thirty.
2: Way on the wrong side. And John Wall is not a is not a Miami Heat culture guy. He's not. See and when not. I say that, he's a hard worker. He plays hard and all of those, like the superficial Miami Heat part of it. But the, the what a Miami Heat lifer culture type thing is now, that underlying theme is sacrifice and yeah. being willing to sacrifice. Even the the, the thrown-together MASH squad that we've had the last couple of years with JJ and Dion and everybody, they all still found a way to come together. and
1: Except for Hassan.
2: Except for Hassan. <laughs> Which made it obvious. Yeah, you probably don't even notice that on another team if you don't see how much of it Everyone else was
1: when you see how everybody else is sacrificing their game, and you got this big guy moping in the corner.
2: And from John Wall, what I what I I don't get that from him, and I don't think him and Bradley Beal need to play together anymore. And so if I had to choose between exactly, so if I had to choose between one of the two, give me Beal. Bill is more of a, a utility guy who I could I could put in a spot that I think you know he would perform well in.
1: Okay, four scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the tertiary guys, right? They're floating around the league. People making little suggestions here and there. Tell me, give me a yes or no. Kevin Love. No. No. All right. Kevin Love has a lot of money still headed his way. Yeah, and, and, he's and terrible. It, I don't think he's terrible. <laughs> What he's is he going to do for the Miami? He's League? injury prone. He actually, if he was healthy, is a really good fit next to Bam Adebayo.
2: That actually, if he's healthy, he's a way overpriced. Uh, you you may, you renovated your house too good for your neighborhood, Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. He's <laughs> you know a souped up saying? Kelly
1: Olenek, but yeah, the contract ain't right.
2: But he's a souped up Kelly Olenek in a regular ass neighborhood. So everybody walking <laughs> by, like, why they did that? You know what <laughs> what I'm saying? Like like when, like when you put a spoiler on a trash. Yeah, exactly. you have a two
1: you have a two thousand two Tercel. Why why did you put ribs on a spoiler? Nobody cares that you got fog lights. Why are your
2: brakes neon your tra- green?
1: Your transmission is bad.
2: What, what are you doing? Exactly, you know what I'm saying. So you out there getting fifteen loves. miles to a gallon. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Let Kevin Love and his you gonna, boop, 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 you gonna put a special muffler on the at. back of your 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 Ford Fusion. <laughs> So okay, yeah. so we're Your four <laughs> cylinders mad as hell at you. What do you think we doing out here?
1: So you know, you know on Kevin Love, okay, yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge. I oh, I, yeah, I'm looking at you. You're like, oh, that because that Lamarcus, Lamarcus next to Bam. LaMar- the only
2: problem with that is my favorite Heat is small ball Heat. My favorite That's, heat ball is small ball, heat ball. I don't like the two big guys.
1: But see, I don't... see, I don't That's don't, the only problem. Bam is so versatile. That's what, like... The I want Bam at our five. But the Heat's best lineup last year mm. had Bam and Kelly in it.
2: Well, yeah, because Kelly's kind of a perimeter player. But so people. is
1: LaMarcus. That's why I think yeah, if you yeah. can get LaMarcus to back up, do a little bit of Chris Bosh, right... Start so shooting that three a which little he'll bit Which you will have no
2: problem doing. Which is my problem. <laughs> he's Lamarcus, small. yes. If you said Lamarcus, all you need to do is hang out around you, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, no problem, coach. Hey, checks still the same, right?" Like he, he has no, yeah. you know, he he's not a he ain't a heart guy to me. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just because I'm not a big Lamarcus Aldridge fan. But, but
1: Pat loves Lamarcus Aldridge.
2: Yeah, he's tried to get him a couple times. Pat, he's o- talented. Pat
1: know. almost he got a deal. He got to sit down with Lamarcus. Do you ever hear the story? Go ahead. He had a sit down when Lamarcus signed that big deal in San Antonio. He sat down with Pat that summer, and Pat almost convinced him to take the mid level exception. <laughs> and he was like, he said, because he said he sat down with Pat and he said, "Man, like I just talking to him, I was about to sit here and take the mid level." Yeah, and yeah. then, but then Pat also gave him great advice to go sign with San Antonio, mm-hmm. go play for Pop. But that he loves Pat Riley. So, how do you feel about Lamarcus?
2: And th- these are I'm all, gonna
1: say no. These are all dependent on not really giving up too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't think Lamarcus, I don't think you're gonna get him for, for dirt. I got
2: him on the side on the on, he's on the side. If nothing else happens, then we can review. I think everybody. you'll have to
1: give up Winslow or somebody like that for Lamarcus. I'd have to look at his contract. Alright, so we've talked about Kevin Love, we've talked about Lamarcus Aldridge. There's not that's it is that. It? So now the last option is, run this, run the squad out run there, run the
2: squad out there. What I was looking for though, I would have liked a guy like a Kelly Oubre, some type of athletic wing player guy, um, Kelly Oubre and get it up way too much money. Yeah, and I wouldn't pay him that
1: fifteen million a year for Kelly Oubre? Yeah,
2: but that type of player, yeah, young athletic running jumping top guy, I
1: wanted him to take a flyer on Stanley Johnson, but.
2: Yeah. Stanley you. Johnson is Justice Winslow. They the same. No, guy. That,
1: he's not even. He's not anywhere near Justice Winslow. That's the problem. Oh, that's I love a, Justice Winslow. No, no, but, that's, but I mean,
2: they drafted the same year. I remember it was between like those two guys. We yeah. brought him in that year to work out. Stanley. So can't I shoot. follow Stanley. He can't. But I mean, he's a hustle guy. You know, what he saying? ain't Justice
1: Winslow. He can't run an offense.
2: Oh, true. Yeah, he's okay. not.
1: So, but the thing is, the problem is he don't have hmm. any. So he really don't have roster spots. They really can't even sign UD right now. Um, they're, they're going to figure something out. Probably Yonte Mateen. I don't know. I, I've enjoyed watching Yonte Mateen in Summer League. He's a good guy. He, uh, if you guys haven't listened. He'll be
2: one of the guys who floats around. He'll be on our Summer League team a couple yeah. more years probably. He's, is a,
1: to me, he's a John L. Stokes. Yeah. Right? Where it's in, in, in Summer League and in G League, he looks great because the game is slower. Yeah. And he could just kind of can get in there, bully ball, do his thing. He's not bullying anybody in the NBA. There was some times like, Dr- even what's in the, summer league. The last Draymond
2: week, Green gonna do to that boy? Oh, he's gonna eat him his up. elbow on his back and he <laughs> eat him be alive. Able to move. He was turning the ball over, making on crazy when he had to handle the ball in the post last summer. Game, summer league game. I watched his moves were a little shaky. He depends on just being able to be the bullied up, and close, but yeah. I don't think he's gonna be it's able to do work. that in the league.
1: No. Um, so okay, so now we're talking. Run the squad out the way that it looks right now, and this is my preference. Out of all these deals, right? My preference is see what you have, right? We didn't know Paul George was about to be available. Mm-hmm. We didn't know Russell Westbrook was about to be available. They're not. These things happen in the NBA. You you can bring in, you can run this team out as is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: See what you have. What I want to see Winslow and Butler next to each other. I think that is going to be hell on, a, on 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 perimeter players. A lot of people
2: are talking about the Clippers' defense. If the Heat uh, can can get it lined up right, Justice Butler and Bam on the floor at the same time—that'll yeah, be tough. Come on, you just need two other solid people who move their feet, D.J.J. and understand the game. You know, and you bring
1: a hero in for some shooting. Yeah. I, I feel like there can be something there. But listen, and this is what I said: as much as I love all these guys, if you get to the trade line and you're hovering about five hundred. Nobody's safe.
2: Oh, absolutely not. Everybody on the chopping
1: block. It didn't work. It
2: didn't work. And
1: now the thing is, you get to that point, you have Goron and you have Myers Leonard. That's over thirty million dollars in expiring deals.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now you also have James Johnson, Dion Waiters, and Kelly Olynyk, who aren't expiring, but they're a year. They're basically half a year from expiring, mm-hmm. and they are expiring the summer that everybody is free agent. So. You're going to tell me that when trade deadline comes around, and all these teams that are going for it because they think the league is wide open, and there's some teams that are on the precipice, or there's teams that are just it's mm-hmm. not happening for them, there's going to be moves made this trade deadline. Yeah. So you and you have assets. If you if if it's not working out, and you have to throw a Justice Winslow in, or you have to throw a hero in because it just
2: you do it then because it hasn't been working. Hero, I would hold on to, but Justice gets this year. Hero I would hold on to, but Justice I get, I, I give this year to really show it. Justice has shown some improvement. This year he needs to declare himself a solid the- role player, um, low-level ascending player, maybe a star or something. But he's, he's kind of got to show it.
1: It's yeah. going to depend on the fit with Butler. I think that they can fit well together mm. because... I don't think Butler wants his day. Butler isn't James Harden. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't need the usage no, he doesn't. that these other guys some and of he these other he's gonna get his twenty three points a game. He's gonna play defense. He does need the ball at times. And he's gonna be the closer without a doubt. But Justice, if his usage goes up, I think he can play well next to Butler. Also because Justice has turned into not just reliable, a very good catch and shoot player from mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. And if he can be that guy off a of Butler penetrations, even Dion, Goron, whoever's in the game at the time, um, if he can br- if he can continue to accentuate that part of the game, Justice is going to have a fit on this team. Plus, his defense, yeah. you can't, and the dog in him, he's got dog in him. I think me and Ethan would always say we love Josh Richardson. He might even be more talented than Justice Winslow, but he's not an alpha. Mm-hmm. You watch Justice play; Justice is an alpha. And I think him and Jimmy Butler are going to get along really well. So, I want to see it play out.
2: Yeah. And other people will shake loose. And I, I'm I'm still a hoper, a hoper. I still hope that, I always do it every season, and this is with every sport and every team I follow, that somebody will step up. I still hope that ever, going into every season, maybe, and this is a fan's plea, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe uh, Dion Waiters, it clicks this year. And he's that guy who he is for... Twelve games a season. Maybe yeah. he's that guy. Finally, for, for a whole sixty season. games. Yeah, really.
1: yeah. James Johnson looks like he's in incredible shape.
2: Can you stay that way? Yeah. Please? Can you can you not have these these random moments where you forget all of the great strides you've made and then just revert throw, back to being you and know, throw the
1: ball into the third row. <laughs> Stop it. And, and and listen. And
2: what is it to ask for a little consistency? <laughs> we're about we're <laughs> about to wrap this up, but
1: this needs to be the year where. Guys, like when Dion comes off the bench, James Johnson comes off the bench. Stop taking the ball out of Justice Winslow's hands. Yeah, let Justice run this team.
2: Guys need to come in and we we, uh, we need to run the system. Yes, run the system. When you come in, Dion, you you're coming off down screens. You're you're doing whatever the, your role is. In the offense, instead of giving you the ball and you got to run it, or and that goes for anybody, not just Dion. Go too, which is my biggest complaint about Goron. Mm-hmm. Run the offense, Goron. Create something sometimes more than just you know. For yourself. And I think, but anyway, those I, are mine.
1: My- I think, and I think with Jimmy on the team, a clear go to, a clear number one, even when you got to diminish Dwayne Wade the yeah. last year and a half. He still was their go-to, but at the same time, other people are probably thinking, well, you know, my, my legs are a little bit younger. I might be able to do this too. Nobody's thinking that with Jimmy. Jimmy is a clear number one, and then you have, and I think Justice can run that run that offense a la like a Pat Beverly type, mm-hmm. um, just be a dog on defense, score when he needs to. He rebounds very well for, uh, for his position, for his size. He guards one through four. You got Bam. Bam is the one that, a lot of this hinges on Bam. Yeah, a lot of it. If Bam can become your uh, Pascal Siakam,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he has the tools to be that guy, maybe even better defensively than Pascal is, maybe not as good offensively, but where you can get that happy medium. If he can be that guy, it, it could be huge for this team. But let's see it first. Let's see it first. But before we keep, because
2: that's 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 what I mean when I'm saying about that fans' hope. I don't think anybody, unless you are a Toronto's raptor, a Toronto Raptors fan, went into that season. Thinking and hoping Pascal Siakam oh, yeah. would develop into if
1: you if you talk you know you know to a Raptors fan last offseason they're like watch out for Pascal Siakam you might like, shut the hell
2: up <laughs> yeah I get along with
1: Pascal Siakam
2: what's the no, hell this so dude I'm hoping about? this year Bam Adebayo can can be that guy um, that captures you know the attention of the rest of the basketball world but we've known it all this time it's a big year so it's going to be good to watch the Heat this year um, it's going to be good to watch the league this year um, and we'll see what happens.
1: All right, man, so that's it for us. Uh, Hope you guys didn't miss Ethan too bad. Uh, We'll be back together uh, coming up this week. Uh, We'll drop an emergency podcast if anything happens. Check out Chris and I on Light Skinned Opinions on the 5 Reasons Sports Network. Um, Chris is actually going to be doing a little bit more for the website this season, uh, covering some games, covering practices, uh, things of that nature. So look out for his writing. Uh, he'll probably be on the show a few more times, but if you want to hear us um, consistently and um, unedited, <laughs> unedited, not safe for work, please do. You know, don't listen to us on Light Skin Opinions with your children in the car, because that's gonna. Be, you know, they're gonna get an education that they uh, that they weren't prepared for. All right, you guys, we'll see you next time.